0: this time last year a year in reflection 2022 hey there and welcome to another episode of the rising tide with tara barrow where i share life experience learning tips experiences with you and you get to try them on see how they feel and use them keep them or completely ignore them if they don't work out yep Today's topic is one where I will be inviting you to do something with yourself at the end as well. And there's a specific reason why I do this exercise, in a way, or reflection. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned till the end. A year in reflection. I'm going to start with January 22. Well, actually, before I start there. A year ago, I could never have imagined everything that I've done, lived through January 2022 I was in Hong Kong i had been working in this full-time job that I had for about 6 months Already a lot of things had happened then I was in Hong Kong Something inside of me wanted to get out of Hong Kong It's a 2022, uh, just a bit of a background to that COVID hit in uh, Hong Kong, end of January 2020, early Feb 2020, the work from home, everything started in January 2020. And then there was never any lockdown in Hong Kong uh, or um, confinement. Everything was open. You can always go out, but there was a lot more restrictions, restaurants happening, uh, public facilities were closed and things like that. January 22, I, I needed to to have a break from Hong Kong I wanted out but I just didn't know and you had coming back in as a Hong Kong permanent resident which I am um, you can go out and come back in and you had a three weeks quarantine in a hotel where you stayed in the whole time and it was at your own cost at food and accommodation and it wasn't cheap so it was something that was not on my mind so full-time job I was organizing internal events uh working locally uh in hong kong and globally as there were offices in singapore vietnam and london and things were getting better because the previous two months weren't too good um what also happened is my grandfather went into the hospital towards the end of the month and mindset wise i broke down i felt Hopeless. Normally, in the past, when I felt the need to be next to my grandparents, I would fly on a plane and stay with there, stay with them. I'd done that multiple times already. When they moved from the big family home uh, down to a smaller place to another location, I was there to help them pack everything up. I flew as well six months later to unpack everything. And I would always take the time to do that because for me people is, are important. And here I was in Hong Kong where it, I couldn't take three weeks of work or didn't feel I could. I didn't have the money to pay myself for the quarantine to come back to Hong Kong. And the best decision that I, and I accepted it, was to stay in Hong Kong. But I felt hopeless, trapped, lost and so alone. <laughs> oh, and, and I need to escape. And I did escape by watching lots and lots of series that were located in the 1800s and in areas that were full of, like, forest and greenery. Great way to numb the mind. I also did, in end of December 2021, beginning of January 2022, I had a big planner a three planner on the side of my door and every time i walked into the flat and walked out of the flat i had all my year planned out for 2022 and i highlighted in september 2022 that i'd be in mexico visiting a really close friend of mine no clue how this was going to happen it was just an idea but i wanted to go it actually started in september before i was like i want to see this friend again it's a really good friend and yeah it just, I, I wanted to find a way to make it happen. Like most things that I do, I don't know how it's gonna happen and I don't need to know the how, I just need, I just know that it is gonna happen and I'm gonna find a solution and it happens. <laughs> February, um, still feeling low and caught COVID towards the end of February. Hong Kong announces a massive testing for the whole population uh, by the government and if you are positive when you're doing that testing you are sent to a government quarantine for actually it, until you tested negative three times in a row of days um this did, a, did one on my mind I just I couldn't already I was feeling very alone I saw people during the day at the office People would try to avoid not seeing each other, but you still did things. It was, it was a whole mindset thing going on, and mine was not healthy at all. Um, and so more series, more trying to escape, not myself. Uh, as much as things were happening also within the office, I was organizing more events, helping out on the cultural side, making people get to know more people, and things were working there very nicely. Um, internally, it was not pretty. And so end of February, everybody starts working from home in Hong Kong as well. Um, in March, work from home the whole month. Doing a lot of global events, which that feels good. Um, people are starting to get to know me in the company. There's 150 staff and I was organizing against four time zones, bringing things together. Um, and yeah, continuing to feel in a funk as well. As much as I had my family in Hong Kong, there was a two household rule in the apartments and i would receive messages of my sister uh, brother-in-law and her two kids and my dad and my stepmom all being together and i was all alone and it just it hurt i (laughs) um it was painful i again (laughs) it was yeah it wasn't easy feeling like a funk oh this is therapeutic in the same way (laughs) april towards the end of april about the 21st everybody's back in the office um and i slowly start wanting to make things happen hong kong having events unofficially there's certain regulations that you could go but people are starting to meet again in uh, larger groups i join a networking event for creatives in Hong Kong, meet new people, decide to create my own events for coaching, uh, to do a in-person talk and a coaching workshop further on with one of the locations that the event was held at. And I start feeling a little bit better, uh, especially considering that I'm doing things for myself. I still am wondering like how to get out of Hong Kong in a way, It's, it's always at the back of my mind, not really sure. Throughout these months, I just, was thinking, okay, my rental agreement ends mid-July, if I work this, I'll have that much money saved up. And between the finances, timelines of everything that was going on, my brain was ticking subconsciously over and over again. In May, uh, I did a couple of improv shows. So I joined an improv show with another troupe and I put together an improv show with a group that I was in. And brought other people as well to do the show, which was amazing, I love that. Um, There was Art Basel, which is an international art fair that was happening in Hong Kong, and it hadn't happened for two years. And I worked with a friend of mine on that, which was also incredible. And then at the end of the month, I also had my public speaking talk for myself. Um, That all felt absolutely incredible. Towards the end of the month of May... All my family was talking about being together in france in july 2022 in the past i had made the decision not to go when my family was gathering and when it happened i felt like i'm missing out and i wanted to be there and i knew this was going to be a situation and i didn't want that to happen i asked the company if i could work remotely at that time the company would allow people to work remotely as i was working at the reception office management based locally in Hong Kong. So managing the physical space in Hong Kong, it was a little bit more delicate, if I may say, uh, to ask for that because how do you manage an office remotely? But I asked because I was like, I've got to go there because I know if I don't, I will regret it. And I don't want to have that and I'd rather just go. And they approved. They were very kind um, and they, they did approve for that. And so that was a big weight lifted off and it was supposed to be just a three month away in july and then i booked my flights and tickets for that and that was may this is sponsored by one-on-one coaching by tara barrow hey (laughs) yeah i am sharing life experiences uh tips and tricks for you just mindset wise i have noticed when you shift your mindset, the things that you're capable of doing are way bigger and stronger and you also go with more conviction towards your goals. Because once you start taking action toward the goals, the first few actions at the beginning are like, okay, I can take a baby step, baby step, baby step, and it feels good and you've got that confidence building throughout by creating momentum. And as you're getting closer and closer to your goal, what happens is blocks, doubts, fears, limitations, but limiting belief come up and they get bigger and bigger as you're getting closer to your goal and objective. And that is something that is, if that's frequent that happens. It is a pattern. And it's, as you're about to break through, when you can recognize that, you know you can need to keep going. But how do you do this? How do you work through them? Getting the tools. That's why you want a coach to help you go through these tools. Yeah. With that, you can then work together and recognize together what's coming up, why is it here, walk through the inner reasons of these fears and doubts coming up so that they're alleviated and then you can keep getting uh, taking action toward your goal. Yeah, head to tarabarot.com, T-A-R-A-B-A-R-O-T.com forward slash offerings and see what can work best for you. Alrighty, June 2022, i still in Hong Kong. It's my last month in Hong Kong. By early June, I also knew that I wanted to resign. The way that the company was going and things were going on, I didn't see myself long-term within the company. And with my mind being affected how it was in Hong Kong, I wanted a break. I wanted a break from this mindset, from talking about COVID 10 times a day, every single day of the week, talking about June 2020, too. and I just needed a break. I, and I was like, I, I need to change, all this. Also, I moved to Hong Kong in 97, did my schooling, left for university for three years, came back directly to Hong Kong, and I've been in Hong Kong ever since. 25 years since 97, it's a long time. I never worked and lived really anywhere else and I wanted to travel and do something different. And that was this urge that was coming out. So early June, I decided that I'm not gonna be staying in the company. Um, And my flight, which was already booked to go on my holiday uh, and work remotely, was on the 4th of July. So I start packing up my place, packing everything up. So in one month, I... Pack the home, remove all items, um, and yeah, and and make everything planned, but so that everything's left, like leave all the flats, and just trying to find. Yeah, I feel like I did more things. I don't know, felt busy. Um, in July, fly myself to Hong Kong uh, to France, <laughs> <laughs> and I have three days off, which I'm spending time with my cousin, who's getting married in August, so a month afterwards. And it was really nice, I was working remotely. And I also ended up doing all the uh, system of operating procedures for the handover for my work while I was working remotely. When I spent time with my cousin, I asked her, it was a very casual wedding. And, and but I knew she was very chillin. but I did ask her, like, hey, by the way, I know I didn't answer, but can I come to your wedding? So by the 11th of July, I booked my flight to go to her wedding, which was on the 7th of August. August. Flight to South Africa. Um, spent an amazing time at my cousin's wedding. After the wedding, we were together on safaris. And here I, I hear about a trip to Mozambique with a group of a friend, friends. And i want to go and back and forth and i can go there is space i ended up going this was extended on the go i didn't have anything to come back to so it was uh really nice and it allowed me to just breathe and it was holidays it was the first holidays in a very long time because for about two years i didn't feel like i've had holidays since november 2020 uh it's just life happening not that i particularly needed one, but just needed a break. So that happened. And then the rest of the summer was family time. We hadn't reunited since summer 2020. Uh, In July, it was the family from Hong Kong that was together. In August, my aunt was there as well. My stepdad was there. And then in September, it was my cousins and uncle and his wife from Australia that came over. And so I didn't work much, Uh, I was just present with everybody, which was nice to catch up, get to know people a little bit better too. Because as a family spread out internationally, you don't particularly keep in touch super frequently with everybody. And that was good to do, really good to catch up. Amazing, fun, good laughters. Um, Yeah. End of September book my flight to mexico so i kept talking i knew when was that i don't really know that idea sort of grew but by may june i knew i was going to go to mexico i talked about it and throughout the summer i talked a little bit less with my friend as she got busier which is life that happens and then i was like okay booking my flight. Um, We had talked about the dates. Originally it was a September trip and then we talked about being around the 2nd of November for El Dia del Muerto, which is a massive celebration in Mexico, the Day of the Dead. And so I chose to be around that time and so to come a little bit before and then leave a little bit afterwards. Also, I I had checked my passport, how long I could stay in Mexico. And I was like, okay, well, I've got a bit of time. I was gonna come back to France for the Christmas season as the family was coming back my sister was coming back from Hong Kong my mom and my stepdad was going to be there and it was going to be a big family celebration with my grandmother and grandfather um, because we hadn't had one of those in a while um, towards the end of September I was feeling the need to just take time out it was constant friends, non-top. Uh, sorry, family throughout the whole summer. July and work, um, August and September. And I needed time out for myself. When I don't feel like I'm growing, learning, going forward for myself, I can feel my energy going... I get energized by learning, pushing myself and putting myself in a new situation. Just being curious and open-minded. And I could feel that. So that was coming up as well. Um, but as people started leaving, it felt, I, I could feel the space and breathing. It was nice. October was in quiet. The first two weeks I left on the 11th of October to Mexico. So the, the first 10 days were quiet. As I landed in Mexico, I was in Mexico City for two weeks to spend time with my friend Laura. And <laughs> I didn't want to do anything but spend time with her. I been didn't really have that much time for myself and this was a time to recuperate. And I didn't feel the need to go and do all the tourist sightseeing activities. I did go out during the day, moved a little bit, but I chilled. I really took some time out just to B, and that's it <laughs> which was really needed and nice um, yeah so November I then flew to San Cristobal de las Casas in Chiapas which is a state south southern state of Mexico and there the environment changed, and something else started happening and it was one of the reason why I wanted to be in a different location in a co-working space To feel energized and it did happen naturally. I was volunteering in the hostel I was staying. I started organizing events internally to the hostel for coaching. I was networking again I was using a language which I normally don't use, Spanish and also I was taking bigger actions towards a future i wanted i did the whole i reached out to a company that i um really appreciated liked and i wanted to work with them uh there will be an episode about this later so make sure you're subscribed to the channel so you get it updated and during this time during november i felt organized um energized I processed a lot of my past emotions from the previous years in Hong Kong and it was one of the reasons why I left Hong Kong to heal, take the time to feel it. Um, January, February, March, April, in my mind it was go, 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 no time to feel. I felt if I allowed myself to feel what was going down, going in my body, I would break down and I would be no longer in a capacity to function. I was working full time and I wanted to show up and I just had to keep going. That was the story I was telling myself in my head, that there was no other option and I just needed to focus and keep going because that was gonna get me out. In a way it did, I I don't know the alternative because that's the only thing that I did and I left, flew out of Hong Kong to give myself time to heal, to feel everything that was going on. I did a, a session where at the end of the session, um, it was a guided session, and I broke down in tears. I, 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 was, I could feel everything coming up, and the person in front of me um, was like, what's going on? And two words came out. Hong Kong, COVID. And, and I just, I bowled. I was like, all the emotion that was stagnant inside of me just came out. And for the next proceeding, I think maybe week longer, it just, it, there was a, a letting, a processing of those emotions, completely letting it go. And it was so needed. So, so needed. Um, I was feeling lighter. And at the same time, feeling that vulnerability, I also felt super strong because of the actions that I was taking. I know, it's like a bit of a Um. And yes, I'm going to be breaking down that week, because this is one particular week in Mexico where I felt, it was weird, I felt so vulnerable raw, and at the same time, super strong, and it came like, I am both. I can be both, I don't have to be just one or the other, if I'm vulnerable doesn't mean I'm not, it. yeah, and that was just, wow, um, December, so end of November, my grandfather is admitted in the hospital, and I had, I was still in Mexico, uh, my flyout date of Mexico was the 7th of December, my grandfather was hospitalized on the 21st of November, and I just had, um, feeling a bad feeling that things weren't good I made the decision to stay to not change my flight as I'm talking with a family member almost true that my grandfather would not would have hated it if I just changed my flight and come home earlier. And by the way, this, if you're not, I'm on video, I'm crying. (laughs) I'm sure you're hearing it on the podcast. This is normal. It's called grief. (laughs) I'm just sorry. I'm sorry about being aggressive to you, not about crying. Um it's part of the process and it's normal to feel like this. Because I care. And so yeah, so I chose to stay mexico and wait and and just spend the days um it was hard there was a lot of (laughs) emotion feeling which i was in a space in mexico with surrounded by people who were just super supportive um and reaching out to friends as well um who are absolutely incredible and yeah and feeling what you call anticipated grief I went through, I read a book called On Grief and Grieving by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, and there's another author as well, and it helped me, it helped me also when I came back to France with my family, and people were feeling their emotions in their own way, and the book was a guidance of understanding that things this is all okay, this is all part of it. Not being angry for people for behaving in a certain way that I wouldn't agree with or understand. Um, I'd heard about this book from people on podcasts who brought it up, who lost somebody. And this book has often been recommended to people who have lost somebody. And they, each of these people had mentioned that if they wished they read the book before the passing away. To help guide them through this, and so I I read it before it um, and it helped it, it helped greatly um, to, to to understand that me crying when I was taking the train and just because I thought of him and my grandfather and it felt hurt it was normal um, all these little things just understanding that it was part of the process and it wasn't because there was anything wrong with me that can be the default thought sometimes still um, when I came back to France as we were all gathering for Christmas the whole family was there and my aunt and uncle flew from Hong Kong and Australia to be there too it was there was a weird moment <laughs> We would have very sad moments going to the hospital to see my grandfather and then at night we'd be all together with the family laughing joking being there for one another so beautiful um and the day splits like that in twos um and and of course the the passing away um mid-december being being that um just yeah that month was a mixture of feeling the anticipated grief the support the love and kindness of those around me the um, the allowing space for myself there came a time where i was just like i need a i need a day off (laughs) of, of just doing anything or needing to do anything and just allowing myself just to be which i did and i needed that um just to, to, yeah, take, n- nurture myself and staying kind to myself. Um, it's, it was well needed. Yeah. That was a, uh, and that was 2022 for you guys. Shut <laughs> <was so> up. <laughs> um, there's just so much little other things that happen this is the highlights. why do i do this um i do this for myself because i kept thinking like I, I put myself back in my head into the mindset and where i was in january 2022 and i look at myself where i am today and A year ago, I could have never imagined half the things I did this year. It is... Wowing, surprising, baffling, absolutely wow. And this is not the first year that it happens. I've, I've done this quite like when I forget or when I'm struggling or feeling overwhelmed or thinking that I can't achieve something. I go back like six months or a year ago and I just go, hold on, like, this is what I'm capable of doing. And then by here it's like, well, just trust yourself and keep going because if you can do this, who knows what you can do, like, in a good way. And I am working on visualizing what I want to do for the end of 2023. (laughs) And I am I always scare myself a little bit because of what I am capable of doing and going that big. And if I just focus on the end goal, it's like, wow, too much. I need to go back and see what like baby steps I'm going to be taking today because like, this is way too big. Um, Actually, there's a quote I like, think big, act small, start now. Love that. So this is what I'm trying to do and not focus too much on the, the thinking big on the future part, because that scares me to my bones. And and yeah, just to realize what I'm capable of doing. And by the way, I'm sharing my year, my experience, but this is an invitation for you to do the same. To stop for like 10 minutes. You don't have to write it down or whichever if you don't feel Just like go through it. Like... Remind yourself, where were you one year ago? How were you feeling, your mindset, what were you acting on? And then go like month by month and see what you've accomplished and achieved every single one of those months. And I'm just going to do it for you here, but saying... Congratulations, you are absolutely incredible. What you're able to generate, create in one year is just wow, and I'm just so excited for you to see what you're capable of doing the next year because I know you want it, I know you're gonna take action, and it's gonna be incredible. Yeah, you're gonna be scared and have doubts and limiting belief and all that. That's part of being human, but wow, congratulations and yay for you for sticking up for yourself. And going forward. That is incredible. Shout out to you. Yep. And yeah, I think that's about it for now. Thank you so much for listening to this. I know it's a little bit longer of an episode than some of the ones, but it's an exercise to just. Yeah, remind of what you've gone through. You, as humans, you have a tendency of comparing yourself up and then saying like, oh, I'm only there, I'm not there yet, I'm not doing enough. And just thinking not enough, not good enough, not big, not whatever. And yeah, this is just a reminder of where you are right now is where you're supposed to be on your journey. Doesn't mean you're gonna lay on your, like, sit on your butt and not do anything. No, not at all. Of course you're gonna keep going and go bigger. and That's that's totally what. But just congratulating yourself for where you are now. What you've done for yourself. And the fact that you're gonna keep going and create the life you want for yourself. That's all I want. This is... Yeah. Keep amazing yourself. Keep amaze... Keep amazing yourself that is not exactly what i to be saying can't find the word Hmm. lose my words even in english all right thank you so much for listening if you've taken anything away that you've loved or you think that this could help somebody else please do share it with that person because that's what i want to do i share this with you so you can take something away and hopefully somebody else um And if you've taken something away, reach out to me. You can find me on any social at Tara Barrow. T-A-R-A-B-A-R-O-T. Alright, bye folks. Bye. Thank you for listening.